Hi there, my name is Charles. I'm one of the pastors here at CT. Thank you so much for joining us online today. This is our Christmas online service. We thought it would be wonderful to spend Christmas Day with our families and friends and also New Year's coming up as well, but we'll get to that in a moment. But we thought it would be a great idea to look back and reflect on the many amazing moments, events, and other awesome things happening here at CT and just share that a little bit with you. And so I'm here with Pastors Nikki, Amberly, and Michael, and we're just going to go one at a time and reflect back on what God has done here at CT in 2022. So let's start with you, Pastor Nikki. What really stood out to you? Um, so I think there was a lot of great moments. Specifically, I loved the weekend uh, where we focused on mental health. That's something that I am super passionate about. Uh, I was reading some statistics in Statistics Canada and saying since the pandemic, uh, it was one in five people previously were dealing with anxiety or depression or post-traumatic stress disorder, and they're now seeing the statistics be one in four. So it's something that I, I believe as a church, uh, we follow so much that we love people and we love God. And I believe this is a way that we love people. And so talking um, about just getting rid of the stigma and that it's okay to, to talk about our difficulties. I love that. I love that we're talking about that showing vulnerability and showing care for one another is talking about, hey, I had a rough day. I had a rough week. And so it was amazing that we had a bunch of people come together and to kind of be trained in that, what does it look like as a church to love people? And then um, Jerry Tone coming, like Dr. Jerry Tone was amazing, so wise, so much that he shared with us. And I know we all took so much away. So I just love that we could do that. And then piggybacking the mental health care kits on that too, and talking about even more, how are we showing people love? Just saying, hey, how are you doing? And actually meaning it, I think that really did did talk about how we are the body of Christ. Um, so I love that. I also loved the, uh, the Halloween day that we had that was so fun, yeah, so, wild. so inspiring that, that people, again, could just see that we are being the hands and feet of Jesus, not expecting, hey, you know, come and we expect you to do this, but just saying, hey, we want to love on you. We want to, uh, you know, hang out with some goats and cows and food truck there Don't was also the food, food, truck. Truck. food truck yeah so that was super awesome so yeah. yeah so that's what I loved I mean there's so many more things but yeah Pastor Amberly, what do you think yeah I think for sure all of those things that Nikki said definitely uh Halloween was crazy and um wonderful fantastic and I love though so Two years ago, we tried to do the parking lot party and got kiboshed with COVID, and we ended up doing that thing where we drove all the bags all over, and we were like, oh, wow, 200 families we got to talk to. And then last year, it was sort of more subdued, and we could only put 50 people in at a time, and we were like, whoa, 500 people. Wow, this is crazy. And then we probably had 1,000 easy there this year, so just seeing it was that. 8 million. A, a million? Eight million. Eight million. Eight million people served. Don't quote me on that. Um, uh, but... Thousand is probably much more realistic. Add uh, or eight billion. Eight billion? It was actually million. Million. Don't get carried away. <laughs> the actual numbers were over two thousand people. And eight million is over and two thousand. <laughs> but just seeing the consistency and seeing how being faithful 
continuously and building upon a faithful foundation of those who came before us and building on those things as well. And part of our, whatever our tenets here, our things is the best, right? And one of the, the B is batons, passing batons. And what like we see at Halloween, how it had been family fun night for years and now it's been passed on to a different kind of a feel or a different day and the growth, but we're seeing that batons in our next gen areas as well. Downstairs, we have about you know, 40, 45 kids down there, which is fantastic. This year we saw some real curriculum and structure development, which I love. We're using Grow, we're seeing them go through entire books of the Bible. We're seeing new people volunteering, and which is amazing. And then people who've been there forever just continuing to pour into those kids and love them. And then part of my favorite part about being downstairs is seeing our junior leaders, our youth, who are just stepping up week after week in their giftings and their talents. And we know we're in a good place because it's new people and young people doing ministry and being a part of things and learning that they are a part of God's family. Like not just our CT family, but that they are kingdom workers from 11, 12, 13 years old. And that is part of what makes faith stick, is learning how to serve. That's part of their, it's an essential part of their discipleship journey. And when we want to see church, CT, whatever, continue 20, 30, 40 years long past us, it will be those kids who are, you know, the 12-year-olds, the 13-year-olds who are helping now with the kindergartners and in the nursery. And it's amazing. And I love, love, love being a part of that. And I hear so many of my kidsmen counterparts saying, like, we just can't get helpers. We just can't get helpers. We have a full volunteer roster plus subs. And it's only because CT family is awesome and amazing and it's just God's grace and just this excitement of serving him through all of these different channels. Yeah, one of my youngest, uh, her uh, leader, class leader is a teenager and she's got this amazing sticker program going on where if they do something fantastic, they get a sticker. Uh, as a parent, I love how excited she is. As a also parent, love that there are stickers all over my house. It's wonderful. <laughs> even it, it, it is wonderful. The kids who aren't even in her class come and help her set up and help her tear down because she gives them stickers. So Ooh. not only is it the five and six-year-olds who are trying to get stickers from her, it's actually all, and maybe some even junior highs, are helping her in order to get stickers. So it's like a full incentive program, and it's it's fantastic. <laughs> so if I help out, will I get a sticker too? Yeah, and they're cool stickers. They are very they're cool very stickers. Cool. I may have tried to take a few, but... And what I think's amazing too is now that I see those, uh, you know, grade sixes and up, uh, even in the youth program, we already see them now being leaders to their friends and realizing, oh, hey, do you need help actually cleaning that up? Do you need help doing this? They're just, it's built in, you know, just core characteristics, and I love that so much, and I agree totally with that. Yeah. It's amazing. And again, it just speaks to the foundation we've been building on the last three years of just a community that cares for one another, a community that loves one another, that serves one another. And it's beautiful because now we're seeing our kids mirror it without being nagged or whatever, that they're just doing it because it's what they've seen around them, that what they've grown up with. I think the... I think one of the important things you both have said without maybe realizing it is that there is a consistency worth building on, not just what has been or what we repeat, but the things that we want to see happen in the future. Mm -hmm. You talk about mental health weekends, you talk about the mental health kits, that's something we want to see consistently pushed, consistently given attention 
for the future. Like we've talked as a staff about having a month a year where we focus on mental health and we don't shove it in a corner and just use it as a, a cliche thing that everyone's talking about right now, but we actually focus on it. We spend the time texting, we spend the time sending messages, emails and cards to check in on people and building consistency into the things that we want to see in the future of CT, not just in the present. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I think it's great. Um, and for me, what really stood out was the small groups and the teams nights. I just loved being able to get together with other people and at the teams nights, for instance, and just kind of gel as a team, right? And just as one group of people doing our very best to love God and love people in our community and seeing the ideas that came out of that. The, even some of, the, some of those ideas are pretty big. And, um, and it's going to be exciting to see some of them get implemented in the future. And then the small groups, like with our best uh, analogy, right, we believe that discipleship happens in tables and chairs, not in rows. Uh, that Sunday morning is so critical to our growth, to our faith journey, but small groups as well is getting together and spending time discipling one another, learning together, supporting one another. And it's not just about the learning aspect. It's really about the building relationships mm -hmm. and being there for one another because especially, you know, when we need a hand or help with something, and then there's also the food component to the small groups, which is also a very important part. Uh, but no, it, it's been amazing to see the com little communities developed, the relationships developed among people that otherwise might not have ever connected. Um, but since they went to a small group, um, then they got to know one another. And there's a consistency even in that that we want to consistently be putting tables and chairs in front of people alongside of what happens on a Sunday. Sunday is just a time where we get to celebrate what happened the rest of the week. We celebrate youth, we celebrate kids, we celebrate all the small groups, the activities, the, the different things that happen in and outside the building. But it's those, those actual functions of discipleship where we're in each other's lives that is consistent, it's beautiful. It is, it is. So, okay, last call, anything else? stand out to you from this last year 2022 even when you were you were starting to talk about you know like people just chipping in and stuff um one of the most fun moments for me which afterward i was like oh i didn't get a video of that because that's how i always remember things is uh when we did that greek potluck thing and how quickly this sanctuary or auditorium like changed was insane people went just right away, how can I help? And people are throwing on tablecloths and they're bringing up chairs and they're bringing... It was so amazing to see. Cause, it was so fast. Yeah, and it was just this, like, you know, like that beautiful moment. This is the body just working together. And and when we've done, yeah, Halloween, uh, when we just did the amazing Christmas for everyone, it was people saying, hey, I'll, I'll do the jobs that you know, maybe I think are the thankless jobs. I'll do, you know, popcorn or I'll clean this up or I'll put on a tablecloth or whatever. And it is so amazing to see, again, because of the consistency, because of the care for one another, because of people really seeing, yeah, this church does love God and love people. We are just showing that in every moment. And I just love that. So, I think for me, the other 
pieces of consistency, again, consistency, that I've really enjoyed is adding in a consistent. Um, is that your word of the year? Consistent. It was my word last year. <laughs> Next year, it's unpredictability. <laughs> you, you have no idea what's going to happen next. No, consistently adding in that um, that scripture reading component into services, and the, the value of having different people every week come up and read scripture. I think that has just been absolutely beautiful. Along with that, preaching consistently through the book of Mark and making so much ground. So as a church, if you've been here all this last year, we'll have read through the book of Mark together and taught through the entire thing this next uh, semester. And that's just phenomenal to me. I just love that. Awesome. That is, it is pretty fun. Uh, I it's know, consistent. Because we were given the opportunity, like, hey, should we pause a bit on Mark and through, through feedback through others, and then even us as a team, we're like, no, we would actually really rather keep going and not take a small break. I can't remember exactly what time that was. It was like a month or something like that. And we're like, no, let's keep going through Mark. I mean, it's like reading a good book, right? You can't just stop. you got to get through it all. Yeah, well, we took a break for Advent yes, because Advent. Jesus... You, you have to take a break for Advent. It's, it's the rules, it's the law. It's, it's written right in the, it's in the map section, right? Yeah. It's in maps. Yeah. The book of maps. And I think, and I hope you're getting this, but one of my absolute favorite parts about being here is that I love working with these guys. It's fun to work with friends. Who do you like working with the most? It's fun to work with friends and <laughs> it's, great to come here and enjoy myself and I come of a team who we have a team where we just sit around and we brainstorm we throw ideas off each other and half the time the idea is about three quarters formed and we're already charging ahead and um which is sounds crazy but it's wonderful and it's wonderful to work with these people and they're amazing professionals they're all incredibly gifted at what they do and then they just work so hard they who's work. the most gifted me <laughs> Well, that, that's up for debate. <laughs> but they do. They work hard. We have so much fun. And I hope that comes across as we're talking to each other. But honestly, it is an honor to be part of the team here, if nothing else. Like, it's wonderful. 